Hey listener, hope you're doing well today. I'm Jacob, the producer of Pixels and Panels, a show where we take you deep inside the world of digital comics through conversations with your favorite creators and top industry executives. Our guest today is Chris Robinson, exclusive partnership manager at Tapas. Chris talks about the things he learned working at Marvel before joining forces with Tapas, about the exciting community project he's working on in identifying and helping great talent be even greater, and even share some secrets about how to best position yourself to be noticed by his team. Hope you enjoyed today's listen. Hey, Chris, how are you doing today? What's up, Akil? How are you? I'm doing all right. I appreciate you asking. How about yourself? How's, uh, how's your day going? Uh, busy week over here at, uh, at my apartment, a.k.a. Uh, Tapas uh, Inglewood, I guess. But uh, other than that, you know, very exciting things, uh, you know, happening all the time. We live in like the most exciting time, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. And I know, especially with the community announcement that came about a week ago, uh, there's a lot that's happening over at Tapas that I'm excited to get into. But before we do that, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Absolutely. I am, well, my official title is Exclusive Partnership Manager uh, at Tapas, which is a new role that just started as we uh, expand the community. But you know, what does that mean? It means I'm, uh, you know, looking at the community comics, comics that creators all over the world are posting to Tapas, and I'm looking for the best of the best and making them offers and seeing if uh, they want to be partners uh, with Tapas going forward, you know, if we try to elevate each other, basically, because we generate a lot of, you know, stories and titles in-house, but I would say, and I'm biased, obviously, as a member of the community team, uh, that the lifeblood is all those comics that folks are, are posting and sharing with everyone all over the world. Yeah, and there's a ton I want to get into about this role. It sounds like such an incredible opportunity for you to use your background and your the skills that you've developed to identify you know, the next wave of Tapas partners. Do you mind telling us a little bit about how you became interested in comics and a little bit about your career path? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see uh, how I got into comics in the first place. Um, that is my uncle's fault. He, uh, when I was a, a child, he gave me a box of um, like doubles and beat up comics that like didn't make the cut to be in his collection. Uh, and so I have, I, I, you know, I started reading essentially like completely disparate, like random 80s comics, like you know, an issue of New Universe, an issue of uh, Avengers, an issue of, of uh, the Hulk. Uh, none of it matched. I didn't know what happened next after that. Whatever, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty intense. But um, my professionally, which I probably is probably what uh, everyone really cares about, right? Is uh, I was a I was a Marvel intern uh, a long time ago. We're not going to say how long at this point, um, and that was my first sort of inkling of like, oh, you know, there are people that make this stuff. <laughs> it's not just, um, you know, uh, it doesn't just come fully formed out of, you know, Chris Claremont's face or, or whatever. Um, uh, so that was, that was like a, a real life-changing moment. And I was like, wow, um, I want to do this too, like professionally. Um, I finished college. I go to 
um, Archaea, which used, which is now an imprint of Boom, but before that, it was a, a really, you know, small graphic novel publisher. Uh, I, I did some interning, and then I started freelancing for them. And then eventually, I go back to Marvel as an assistant editor, uh, which I did for five years. Um, but it's like, you know, a ton of work. It's, you know, assisting, assisting the editor is basically just a title that they use so that, you know, <laughs> so you don't get, you know, they don't change your, your salary. Um, but you, um, you end up, you know, uh, I end up working on like Black Panther, uh, X-Men, um, you know, Domino, people love Domino, people loved uh, Ghost Rider that I worked on, people loved uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. All these things, um, you know, getting to know creators, getting to know, um, you know, sort of storytelling, uh, getting my own chops up, learning from them, helping, you know, what, what, uh, you know, learning from the other edit editors uh, there, like what works and what is best for, um, uh, you know, for, for getting, bringing people, readers into your, into your story, into your, you know, world, right. And into the world of your story, uh, world building, all that stuff. And uh, I, you know, COVID happens, I leave there. And now I'm at Tapas where I get to hopefully, uh, and I've already started doing this, but we, you know, it's, it's unannounced. Uh, you'll, you'll be hearing more about this soon, but essentially imparting all this like wealth of knowledge uh, I have picked up over the years um, to help uh, creators from the community um, sort of jump to the next level and make their, um, you know, make their, make their comic that they're just making, you know, for fun or, or, you know, perhaps like, you know, as a hobby and turn it more into like something that they can like build a, build, build a platform off of and, and, you know, uh, monetize in ways that they maybe aren't already. And while you, as you became a part of the comic industry, there are a bunch of different ways you could have gotten involved. And from my experience, being an editor is a very specific skill set. It is different to being a writer. What mm -hmm. made you uh, choose to be an editor when there are a bunch of different ways you can get involved? What excited you about that? Uh, this is this is interesting. Uh, so um, I, I actually I took the internship or I even was even interested in the internship because I thought like, you know, the concept of like, oh, there are all these people writing this stuff. I want to find out how um how that happens how do you how do you get involved in that so it's really sort of like how does one how does one get involved as a writer but as i as i worked uh you know under the editorial team i realized the writers are only sort of um you know only partially in control of their destiny here um and it's really the editors right that are sort of making the um you know front office decisions i guess uh about like who goes where and what what characters you get and things like that um, you know, it's, I, it's actually more, way more nuanced than that, but this is what I thought at, um, you know, 18 or, or 19. Uh, so, um, that's, that's why, that's why I jumped to the editorial. Cause I felt like, um, you know, as, and, and I, and I do some writing on the side. So like, I, I sort of never lost my desire, uh, I guess, to, to be involved in the actual, like, you know, create like the, the nuts and bolts making of the comic, the creating of the comic. But, uh, you know, it takes sort of a different, it takes sort of an expanded skill set, I would say, uh, 
um, to actually get a comic finished, right? Which is what an editor does. And it's sort of, um, it has to do with like, uh, you know, um, master planning or masterminding uh, sort of all the not fun parts. Like, you know, you could consider that the, 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 make, the, the writing of the comic where you're just sort of like blue sky making stuff up, that's a lot of fun. Um, making sure that all that stuff happens and then also making sure that all that stuff happens on a deadline is sometimes not as fun. Um, but uh, yeah, but if it, you can, you can make it, you can make it fun if you're, you know, if you're crazy enough. <laughs> yeah. And it's very interesting. You, you talked about the types of things that you can help other writers with. What are the things that you enjoy helping writers with as an editor or things that you feel like, okay, writers don't spend enough time thinking about this. Here's where an editor can really add a lot of value. Um, great question. You, you asked a lot of great questions, Gail. Um, <laughs> let's see. I would say this. Okay. So there's, there's sort of two levels to this question. Um, at, let's talk about the bottom level, the base level. Editors are really just the first person to read something. You know what I mean? Um, so when you read something and you, you, you were the first line of defense, basically for that writer to say, Hey man, I didn't get it. Or, Hey, you know, uh, this didn't work or I was confused or, you know, whatever you, this, you know, you were the person to, and it goes the same too for, for art. People might draw something and you, and it might, might be like, you know, that <laughs> I think, I think this arm is not short, not long enough or something. You know what I mean? Like you, you're, you are the sounding board because, you know, when you, when, when folk, you know, uh, making things is difficult and you can kind of like lose the forest for the trees, whatever that is, right. Whether it's, um, you know, story or art or whatever, you know, having somebody with perspective and being like slightly far, you know, someone who's not living in your head, they can, um, help you sort of communicate whatever you're trying to get out properly and properly in this context just means um, so that way people actually get it and it actually you know makes it to you know actually says what you're what you're thinking right yeah um, yeah so that's the base level and then beyond that and this is sort of like a higher level thing that is um I don't like it applies mostly to like superhero comics, but I'm sure it applies to, uh, you know, other things as well. But like, you know, essentially, how do you make, how do you make more out of like what you're doing and how do you, how do you like raise the stakes? Um, not in, not in, not also in the sense of like, you know, storytelling stakes, but in the sense of like, um, you know, uh like like connected like <laughs> this is going to sound really crass but like are you are you doing enough like fan service and and you know stoking the fire of your of your of your readership you know what i mean yeah um this is the type of thing that like you know reminding writers like hey people love you know x20 to put x comic or something you know mm -hmm. what i mean that type yeah. of thing um it's it's really like you know because again you know, writing, drawing, all, the, all these things that, that folks do, it's an art 100%. And we want people to tell, um, to tell a story and to, to, you know, to, to have like a real art to it. But it's also like, you know, it's also like a, 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 a money-making endeavor. It's a, it's a, 
it's it's a little bit like i don't know i don't know gladiator or something right like you have to mm -hmm. play to the audience a little bit and some sometimes uh some writers forget that um so editors help them out uh you know with that sorry to keep cutting you off good no but, no it's super interesting and you know, you talk about raising the stakes and what it's like to work on superhero comics. I'd love to hear a bit more about what it was like to work at Marvel, where, I mean, you listed some of the comics you got to work on. These are huge global pieces of IP. And then now you're at Tapas. Um, obviously, a lot of great stories coming out of there as well, natively born on your phone, really. So mm -hmm. what's it like? How do you compare and contrast the two places? Wow, it is... It's, it's much different, but it's also, um, you know, the DNA is the same, I guess. I think that, um, you know, working on, working on like these beloved characters that everyone knows, right? Like Miles Morales, Gar uh, Ghost Rider, um, the X-Men, right? Black Panther. And it was like a dream of mine, right? To, to be involved with them. I was, uh, you know, a fan from way back, right? But uh, you're sort of like a steward in a way. A, uh, you're, you're almost, I guess, I guess the term really would be like brand management, right? Uh, which is kind of a, a boring, dry term, but that's what you are. You're like making sure that this character doesn't look stupid or doesn't do something like wildly out of character. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, they have to grow and, and become what they need to be first for a changing audience as well um it's kind of it's it's a weird balancing act um and you know some people are really good at it some people you know it's it's a it's like it's almost like another uh, facet of the, of the skill set mm -hmm. that one has to have as a comic book editor comic book editors uh for anybody listening are like the biggest jack of all trades you'll ever <laughs> find if you need something done uh like you might be better off hiring a comic book editor to get it done because they 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 just have so many so many different skills that like it's it'll it will apply to whatever you're trying to do you know podcast blog uh you know tv film uh i don't know paint if you need to paint paint a, paint a house maybe maybe that, that they could probably get that done too um and then and then how does that apply to Tapas? I mean, it's interesting, you know, everyone on Tapas is doing, well, every, everyone on the community side at least is doing something that they can't like, like a, like a real from the heart pro, pro, uh, project, right? It's like either characters that they love or a story that they're trying to get out there because of something that they feel deep inside. And, you know, there's nothing really to protect in a sense, um, and, and and honestly, I gotta I gotta make like maybe a point of clarity. I'm not an editor for Tapas. I'm I'm the a partnership manager. So it's sort of like um, I don't know. I, I guess it would be like like <laughs> like managing musicians. Maybe I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to like uh, to 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 make it make sense. But like, it's not so much about um, brand management. It's sort of like personal development you know what i mean yeah um i'm trying to help trying to help creators get to the next level and i have you know everyone that i have on my team i have like a very long conversation with them and i find that like what are their goals like are you trying to trying to quit your day job 
because that's because I can help, you know, yeah, uh, that type of stuff. Um, because it's not like, like, you know, Tapas isn't, isn't buying the property from these folks. Like we don't, we're not taking away your comic. Uh, we're, we're elevating, we're trying to elevate you to make, you know, more of the comic or a better version of the comic or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Um, so let's start yeah. with that, actually. I mean, sure. being a partner for Tapas, what does that look like? Because like you mentioned, Tapas does have, you know, originals where you're, you're paying a creator to create a comic for Tapas, but this partnership program is a bit different. So how would you describe what this is for uh, aspiring uh, artists? It's sort of like a sponsorship. We pay we, we, we pay folks to make their comic only for us. And, you know, obviously I come with a whole bunch of knowledge and I become a, uh, I become, I become a resource for these folks and I help them in whatever they need and whatever, however they need help, whether it's, um, you know, Hey, Chris, uh, what do you, what, what should I be, what, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. to like what, what's the next move in the story you think i'm you know i'm there if you think if you're like hey what should the ads look like you know we help we help folks design uh you know all the social ads for for a comic maybe what else um oh like you know hey I, if somebody's like hey everyone loves this character in my comic i help you know we can we figure out how to get a plush done of them or something you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we just we sort of like you know help turn uh take take the guessing out of it and and pass down knowledge i have not knowledge of um you know tapas has and and sort of help people um you know make make the next step you know yeah and yeah so you talk about finding a comic creator and helping them take their comic to the next level there are thousands and thousands of comics out there so maybe we'll start with this how do you spend your time in a given day and like you said you know editors or in this case ex-editors are jacks of all trades there's a lot of different things you can do even being yeah. the uh you know exclusive partnerships manager i'm guessing your job is super varied so you know what does a day or a week kind of look like yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all over the place. I don't know if that is a function of being an editor for so many years, because there are so many various, you know, varied things to do. Or maybe it's just, uh, you know, pandemic brain, or maybe it's like, you know, my, my personality, and it would have this would have happened, you know, if, if even if I like traded stocks or something, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I basically, I don't have a schedule. <laughs> I, you know, wake up and I, you know, jump into whatever the like fire is. And the fire is usually like, you know, emails, like thing, things that are like, you know, internal, not, you know, not, not related to comics, basically. Confer with my team, uh, the rest of the community team, uh, Isabel Castro, uh, Tammy, um, Stephanie, like these, these, these are, uh, you know, really amazing folks I work with who have been, uh, you know, at top is longer than I have and been in the webcomic world way longer than I have. So I lean on them for sort of like to catch me up basically yeah. on stuff. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to like, I keep a big ass list of like comics I'm trying to read, comics that look interesting, uh, you know, on off platform, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking where, you know, if you post in the, um, you know, top five places let's say 
I'm probably will I will probably come across it eventually. Um, uh, your comic uh, for for anybody listening, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I just do a lot do a lot of reading. Um, you know, if I if I uh, start narrowing down like, ooh, this has potential. This is interesting. I feel like this has hooks. This has legs. Whatever. Um, then you know, late night. That's when I'll start doing uh, you know my reach outs and I'll mm. try to get in touch with folks. And you know, if you're already posting on Tapas, don't worry, I got your email address already. Mm-hmm. It's in there. Um, but if uh, if they're off platform or whatever, I might have to to do a little detective work to find it. But I'm pretty good at that stuff at this point. Um, yeah. But but also like make it easy, make it easy for folks. Like at this point, by by you know everybody get a domain. So, you know, sorry, like. Like get the get it get your Wix site, um, and just like make it easy to like find your comic, your portfolio, all that stuff. Um, Because uh, you know, I'm I'm a digger, but maybe not everybody's a digger. You know what I mean? So yeah, Yeah, and I'm I'm I can feel the listeners' anticipation building. And the ultimate question is, what do you look for? How do you identify stories? And I know there's there isn't one silver bullet answer. It probably varies sure. a lot, but I'd love to hear your thought process of what you look for when you identify someone who could be a good fit for a partner. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wish there was a silver bullet answer because uh, it, would, it would make my life easier too, right? Um, <laughs> but um, it, it, very simply, and this is not going to be helpful. People are going to be mad when I say this, but it's going to be like, be like, be interesting to me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like catch my eye. Um, uh you know whether it's like a great title that doesn't mean like chase trends either uh, I, I don't want people to take the wrong lesson from this but like you know try try to you know try to try to emulate the polish but also make sure to chase ideas that you are passionate about um because generally if you're passionate about it and you really are going for it like that's enough, um, and uh, that's that's on the comic side, and then also, and this is going to be like, you know, again, like I, I feel like people are not going to be happy to hear this, but like, you know, I think being a personality to into yourself as well is um, great, you know, at this point very useful and like kind of kind of part of the deal, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean you have to like, you know. You don't have to, to to jump on YouTube or or show your face even out at all ever, um, but just you know be engaged. I would love to know, or I, I do love to know the personality of folks that I'm I'm going to be dealing with. You know, um, and um, it's it is a balance. You can be look if if you know if your comic is if if you are if you are like you know very very quiet, shrinking violet, prefer not to. Uh, um, you know, put yourself out there. That's fine, but your comic now has to be incredible, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and and I I feel like, you know, it's kind of you you can get away with a balance of it. You know what I mean? You, if you can if you can both promote, uh, you know, put yourself out there, do a really good comic, and then also you know, have the have you have a unique premise. So it's somewhere somewhere between there, like premise, execution, and creator. Um, is like the the the, the three way pie chart of if you if you can if you can strike a pretty good balance or, or uh, you know a a nice match in these things I will probably you know we might have something. 
Yeah. And how much of it is you seeing, oh, there's already a growing number of users for this comic uh, versus going a little bit by gut and being like, okay, this this uh, comic is still a little new, but we might give it a shot. Is there a balance there? Uh, yeah. Julian, one yeah, way yeah. or the other? Absolutely. Um, it definitely helps if you already have a fan base. If, if you already have like, if you already have a fan base and you, you sort of already have figured it out, you almost like don't need me in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so definitely having fans would, would help. Um, I feel like, I feel like fan art honestly is like maybe the best indicator. Cause while you might not have, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fans, if you have, if your if your story or your designs or whatever you're doing is so good that people are like, yo, I want to sit down and draw that. Yeah. That's like, that's an indicator. You know what I mean? That's a fascinating way to think about it. I've never thought of fan art that way, but it's proof that someone's like, I'm not just going to tell you I like it. I'm going to draw a character that I love so much, right? Absolutely. 100%, man. It's, it is uh, uh, engagement, you know what I mean? Like the, maybe, maybe the highest form, you know? Yeah. And I'd love to talk a little bit more about the Tapas community launch last week. It was really exciting to see. Can you, and it seems like it, it really is just the beginning of, the vision that you and Tapas has for the community. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what came out with that launch and what maybe people can expect in the near future? Sure. Um, okay. So we debuted a new version of the Tapas, uh, the Tapas mobile app, like the phone app. You know, if you have, if, if you're, you're looking at yours and you're like, what's he talking about? Uh, you know, hit update. Um, and the big change there is that we have a home tab, which, you know, looks probably the same as it always has uh, or clo close, to, pretty close to it, the same as it always has. And then next to it, we have the community tab. And this is, um, you know, basically where you can see all the community comics, all the comics that people are uploading that, you know, Tapas didn't, um, uh, did not create in-house or, or basically. Um, so, so just that split is like very, is a huge help for discoverability and sort of being able to, um, you know, spotlight comics that you know are not are not what people um, traditionally or, or you know whatever you're thinking of when you when you hear the word you know when you hear Tapas, uh, you know the web comics app like this this is a way to like sort of break from that and, and you know have enough of a um, or, or you know create space basically for um, creators of all different uh, stripes and types um, to to get some sh uh, shine, you know. Yeah, that's that's super exciting. I'd love to talk a bit about the future of the industry. Um, and sure. you know, you talked a little bit about uh, you know diversity and different perspectives there. And one of the things I love about webtoons is before you think about what it was like to be a comic creator, and because it was based on you know publishing physically. Uh, it was a lot harder for different voices to come in. And, you know, with with Webtoons, with where we are today, you know, anybody can find their audience, no matter what perspective or voice you have. And I find that really exciting. Um, what has it been like for you to be a, you know, a Black editor, a Black community manager and work in a position where you can now find, you know, different voices to empower? What has that been like for you individually? It's definitely something that influences me. Um, personally, because that's, uh, I, I want to, I, I, you know, I want to 
be part of that change and, and be part of that push. Um, personally, or, or, you know, we're speaking for tapas, uh, so I guess not personally, uh, professionally, mm-hmm. um, we, this, is, this is like a thing that we are very much invested in as a company. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be putting a lot of assets, you know, AKA money, right. So to, mm-hmm. towards this, uh, and, and, and as we go forward, um, and I, you know, this is, this has always been a, um, something, something that really resonates with me because, uh, I don't know if you, you're familiar with it, but Marvel does this thing called Marvel voices, mm-hmm. which used to be a podcast. But I did the first, uh, I was the first, that was the person that made it a comic, basically. Mm. Um, and it was spotlighted, you know, uh, characters, mar- marginalized characters and creators um, in, in a big way. Um, and, and to this day, uh, they, they, they do, you know, a few of them every year now. Um, so that's, uh, you know, I would love to, I'd love to have that kind of impact uh, over here at Tapas as well. Um, so w- we'll see. I appreciate all the impact that you've had to date and really excited to see the impact that you're going to have in the near future. I'd, I'd love to also touch on a bit about Tapas and, and Naver Webtoon. So sure. earlier this year, Tapas was acquired by uh, Cacao. Like you said, there seems to be a lot of resources now available for your team, which will then be extended to other creators. But do you think that vision or the way things uh are being done at Tapas has changed post acquisition? Is there something that you feel uh, or, or has it just given more fire to what you want to achieve? Um, excellent question. I, well, I can't really speak obviously to what it was like before. Cause I, cause I started after the acquisition. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can, you know, it's nice to not have to really think and wonder like, can, can we afford this? Like that's, that's a, it's not really a question that gets asked, uh, which is which is nice. Um, and um, honestly, it's it's really about it's really about the globalism. You know what I mean? Um, is globalism a word? I, I hope it is because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep using it. Um, glo- the globalism of like Squid Game, Doctor Brain, like there there is there is a there is a big push. We're, we're all kind of watching the same stuff now, uh, and I think that's fantastic. And Webtoon, Webtoon is sort of like split up and it's a Korean company, but the, you know, they have uh, all these different outposts, you know, there's one here in, in LA, there's, you know, others in other, other territories, but there's only one tapas, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I find uh, great because that means we can kind of like move it, move as one, which is, which is really good for, uh, you know, sort of like our speed as a company, I guess. But, uh, but you know, we are thinking, we're all, th- we are thinking globally, you know? Uh, so we're, we're, I'm constantly looking for comics in Spanish, like comics in, in other languages, right? Uh, you know, stories based on other, um, you know, other folk folklore that, you know, maybe makes it easier for American audience or, or, or you know, audiences at large to sort of connect and understand, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. And you you touched on uh, Neighbor Webtoon there. What's sort of the relationship between Tapas and Neighbor? Do you think you all are going after different creators? Is there a competition between you all for the top creators? How does it kind of <laughs> fit with the two players in this ecosystem? 
man. Um, let's see. If there's if there if there isn't a competition, I'm making it a competition because <laughs> that's just that's just my personality. So you know they they got to watch out because I'm, I'm on their heels. I, are we going after different? I don't know. I, I would. I feel like, but I I feel like they're really just going after everybody. You know what I mean? That I can't tell you how many creators I get in touch with and who be like, oh, like you know, I'm already talking to Webtoon or I talked to Webtoon last year or. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm holding out for web tuner. You know what I mean? Like there's, they, it's, they, if there's one thing they do have, it is like size, you know what yeah, I mean? Like definitely. they, they're, they're, they, they, maybe they, they crush us on size, but I'm not really, you know, size is, you know, not all that. Right. It's, yeah. it's about, um, uh, it's about, um, you know, connecting with people and, you know, trying to put, you know, we're, we're putting resources on like, on like an, an all-star team, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not a, it's not, I'm not talking about like, you know, a 50 man, you know, football roster, right. I'm talking about, you know, 15 guys or, you know, guys, gals, everybody in between, like it's, it is a, um, a, a specialized bunch of folks that I like feel strongly have, have it, have it right. That's incredibly interesting. And, you know, given that you are in a position uh, of power that can really help, you know, see through the change that you want, just very, very broad picture, you know, how do you want the comic industry to evolve? You've seen such a wide range of things, starting from your, you know, intern days at Marvel all the way to your, your job now at Tapas. What are the things that you'd like to see? I would like to see change. Um, I would like creators to feel like they're part of the conversation. Um, I feel like there is a, there's a disconnect or, or maybe, um, you know, maybe, maybe some tension, right. Between creators and, you know, whoever, whoever they see as the, uh, as the overlord or like whatever, whatever publisher they're dealing with. Right. Um, you know, not to, not to tell tales out of school, but like I talked to webtoon creators who haven't heard from their editor in, in six months, you know what I mean? Um, they're, they're outside of the conversation with their property, um, or their story, um, their, their baby really. Right. Yeah. Um, I would top topics is, you know, again, like I'm the partnership manager. So, uh, everyone, everyone that I work with, you can, you can get me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we can, we can talk about your goals, what we're trying to do, um, for, for your story, for your, for the, you know, IP, if you think of it that way. So not everyone does. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's, I want, I want, I want creators to feel, to not, to not have to demonize mm-hmm. the companies that they have to do business with, um, uh, you know. Uh, or, or, you know, or don't have to do business with, uh, if, if you, you know, if you, if you, if you put your, if you do your, 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 your career the right way, you don't really have to deal with companies. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, some people like, uh, you know, having, having the help and having the, um, the infrastructure that they don't have to really think about how stuff gets done, you know? Yeah. And one final question that I have for you, what advice would you give to aspiring, comic creators keep going do the story that you want to do now i know a lot of folks 
where I've run into a lot of folks over the years who are like, hey, I want to tell a story, but to get to the, the story that I want to tell, um, I need to do 150 episodes, issues, books before that, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, you know, you don't have, I don't, you don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, uh, attention spans are like the shortest they've ever been, right? Grab, grab your stories by the horns now, put them out there. It's we're, you know, we're doing this stuff digitally or, or, you know, even if you're doing it on paper, it's not, you're not committing this to the record forever. It, it, it's fine to, it's fine to tell your story and be like, Ooh, didn't quite get it. Let me try to tell it again in the future or, or a different version of it or something completely different that is just thematically similar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. basically like, don't put it off, you know, just, just go for it. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. You can follow Chris at Chris Robinson on Twitter. And as you heard, there are going to be a lot of great updates on what Tapas is going to have to offer in the near future. Chris, I do have to ask before I let you go. I see that your cover photo is a Toblerone. Is there a reason why (laughs) your cover photo is a Toblerone? Uh, Yes. There was a running gag about Toblerones in um, that Jaden Smith uh, Netflix anime. Do you remember <laughs> what it was called? I have not um, seen it, but I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a running gag about that. D- uh, Jesus Amaro was like doing the voices, and they kept talking about Toblerone. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious, uh, and and so there there it is. There you, there we go. Well, Chris, thank you so much, and uh, hope to have you back on the show real soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Gil. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.